play. play it. This is the Astro League Fantasy Football Podcast. League specific news, information, and stats with your obnoxious commissioner, Maddie C. Well, g'day, g'day, and welcome into the Astro League Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Maddie C, Commissioner of the League. Hey, you know, we're a 16 team NFL Fantasy League. Got some odd scoring. We're 100% Aussie-owned, though, and I think all those things combined make our league a total unicorn. So, look, thanks for dropping by because you can find us here on Facebook and Instagram at Astro League Podcast. The content there just keeps on getting better and better. So come find us and enjoy the show in every single way you can. It's a really enriching thing to have all angles. There's currently two feeds on all your favorite places to get podcasts that our show pops up on. So make sure that you're subscribed to the one that has the hat on the O in the word Astro. That second feed that doesn't have that is going to get deleted on Australia Day, which is January 26th. And that feed also has a warning pasted over the logo as well. So look, there's a link to find the new live feed in that description as well. But you can also find it by just bashing Astro League Fantasy Football into your favorite podcasting platform search engine. So Hopefully, you can find us and keep the good times rolling. That other feed literally getting deleted on Australia Day. You know, our whole season ended a month ago. We've crowned a champion. But you know what? There's still plenty happening. We've got Seahorse back on Monday. He's going to talk scoring. We're also going to talk to a mate of mine who's an officiating boffin about some of the rules that are different between college and the NFL. Plus, my old mate Evan Flay, he's going to drop by to talk Dynasty, some rookies, and the 2021 draft. And those shows are all still to come. But today, oh yeah, you know, yesterday we ran part one of our chat with Sizzle and Quinny. They famously run the Sizzle and Quinny podcast. You know, we got off to a hot start too, talking about their show. Plus, our old mate Taylor swung by for his first dip in 2021. Now, those guys are all in a league together too, and we spoke of all their mixed fortunes. But today is part two, and we're talking a little bit about Champions League for the Astros. Uh, Differences in snake drafting and auction drafting, plus... Sizzle and Quinny will give us their fantasy dream teams. So, if you haven't yet, grab part one now. Also, find their page at Sizzle and Quinny, all one word, and subscribe to their show. You'll thank me later. But you know what? It's time to go. Let's bring them on. Let's bring them in here. It's Sizzle, it's Quinny, and it's Taylor. Go, go, go. Haskins has just been an absolute turd. You could be understood for being, you know, skittish about that. Take Fournette out of the lineup. Yeah, mate, I would have run Jeremy's size boner going for him there. <laughs> Your in-depth knowledge of what it's like to be boned this year. We're just going to have to realise that he's just playing like a ginger piece of shit. This is Taylor nailed, I've got to say. I like that Tay is very uh, forthright mentioning the Champions League crown that he won <laughs> last year. Uh, mate, do you want to quickly explain that how that league works, Tay? Yeah, basically, it's sort of like a UEFA Champions League style where it's basically the top six out of the regular Astro League then get to go play in another league. So it's basically a six-team league. So it's pretty interesting because obviously a six-team league is so different. You know, he's full of players. It's just, you know, really quality players all over the place. Um, So it's a cool concept. And then what happens is if you win it, you stay in. And then the top six... Well, essentially, the top five, if you're not part of the top six, join you the year after. Um, yeah, basically. If it, but if the um, winner is in the top six, then essentially it's the whole top six goes to that league, if that yeah. makes sense, the, the year after. So so essentially, the league's always changing with new people. Like Matty said, the top five or something this year, I don't think we're in it last year. So it was, it was a pretty crazy turnaround of, of players. So 
it's just it's cool. Like we revamped it this year and had like two quarterbacks, uh, three running backs, three wide receivers, stuff like that. So we, I think I assume that you may even rejink it again next year. Like it's just a cool yeah. concept and something different. So yeah, it was pretty cool. And we did we did like a twenty four hour draft. So um, basically, you had twenty four hours to make a pick. Most people would do it quicker than that, but you basically just read it in Messenger to each other, like your picks, and then someone would run a spreadsheet. So. Yeah, it was just a cool, different sort of league. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, interesting. I like that idea. The dude who suggested it too was the guy who actually went out and won the league this year. So finally, this is he mentioned it two seasons ago. We've played two seasons of this league, and now he finally, finally buys a ticket to get in. And the, the idea he had at first was, hey, let's just playoff teams make it, and it'll just be the same scoring settings as the Astro League. And we kind of found that was dull. It was really dull. So the owners from the second iteration of it um, kind of, we, we just shot the shit a bit and kind of went, well, what will we do to spice this up? Let's get two quarterbacks in there. Let's expand how many positions we need to start for the other skill guys. And then we'll see how that works. We even tweaked a couple of scoring mechanisms as well, um, which helped. And then all of a sudden now, the average score in that league was something like 165 points, where in Astros, because of the size of the league as well, 100 is a good score. 100 is a really good score from nine starters. But we had 12 starters in this league, and 160 was a good score. But, gee, the team was pumping out 180 to 200s, and he got all the way to the final only to be upset by Matty C. That's right. Oh, nice. Congrats. (laughs) So I've I've done the uh, the Chelsea and the Champions League where they won it, (laughs) having come then like sixth in the uh, Premier League and got a ticket back the next year, even though they were terrible in the league. And I've I've just done the same (laughs) because... I had a team that couldn't score any points at all in the Astros League this year, but I just kept on having people fall over dead in front of me and I'd just step over their corpse. And I, I managed eight wins but missed the playoffs. And, and I get to go back to the Champions League this year by virtue of uh, having won it. So I sadly punted one of the guys who hadn't been in it before out to, to make way for me to go back. Uh, but it's a fun concept, isn't it, Tay? Funnily enough, Maddie, my win was even worse than that. I... When we first ran it the first year, we only had six people, obviously, but all six made the, the playoffs, and I got sixth. Like, I literally made it because, like, everyone made it. And I yeah. ended up winning three in a row, winning the title. <laughs> it was pretty hilarious. I managed to do the same thing. My team was six and six going into the playoffs. It was awful. And we played a two-week playoff this year as well, um, in that ESPN-style two-week playoff, which was fun because I thought, gee, after the first week where I'd sort of upset the big dog, uh, Ryan's team, who was pumping out points everywhere, that Cornhuskers team. His team was uh, uh, second week. All the, that'll balance that out. Nah, I only pressed home the advantage further. It was it was just bad luck for Ryan. It really was. He had the better team. Yeah. <laughs> Take oh, man, if you, anyone you listens to that uh, from the Vampire the, League, the Vampire League, they'll, they'll laugh that you brought that up. I, like, you thought I was bad in Astro. I, I was just atrocious in that league. It, <laughs> it, it just it happened to be that. Every week that I played a vampire, I wasn't in a position, like, because a lot of people, I'll, I'll start from the start. If anyone doesn't know what a vampire league is, basically you play, and if someone is a vampire and they beat you, they can steal your best player, essentially. 
So, so basically, I think the Vampire started as the lowest scoring team in the first week. And then from there out, like, there might even be a second. You could be a Vampire if you lost three games in a row. Or you're oh. just a Vampire if you either were the ones that started a Vampire. Or if, if the Vampire beats you mm. and takes your best player, you then become a Vampire. So you then play the next person and with a chance to steal their best player too. But what, what, you, wow. what teams can do is they can essentially tank so they can run a pretty terrible team so that if you beat them, you're only taking one of their shitty players anyway. They're just essentially giving up a, a win by doing that. So it's like a, a reward <laughs> sort of thing. So, Go ahead and take Rex Burkhead. See if I can. <laughs> oh, exactly. It's pretty crazy. But like just, sorry, just a touch back on what I was saying at the start, it just felt like every time I played a vampire, I needed to win because I didn't start the season real well. So I had to put my best team out there and I lost basically every time. So oh, I, I used brutal. to have seen the team that I ended up with compared to everyone else at the end of the year. Like I was, That's amazing. I was scraping the like waiver barrel in an 18 <laughs> vampire league, you know, because my team was atrocious <laughs> compared to all these guys that have all the best players that have probably stolen from me. <laughs> That's bloody horrible, mate. <laughs> uh, I, I was bitten by a vampire. Like, my whole body was just covered in vampire bites. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Oh, it, was it was something different. It was very different. Like I kind of like these leagues. It's different. Like Astros, Champions was very different. Astros in general is very different because it's sixteen teams, and then yeah, obviously Vampire couldn't be any more different. So yeah, it was something different. How many times did I just say different, 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 different? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be like Taylor's. Everyone has AIDS song. It's going to be everyone is different. <laughs> that that become a bit of an anthem through the season with Taylor because his team would be amazing. And then uh, he'd put up a shocking score. But he'd also have weeks where, poor guy, I don't know. I don't know how I managed to convince him this was a great idea that he was going to be a waiver wire guy and he was going to come on and give people pointers about who to pick up. Because, um, gosh, you know, the depth is so rough at 16 teams with 13 total rosters. So that's a lot of guys, 200-odd people owned. So, you know, gee, you're picking from some garbage. And he'd just have weeks where everybody just shit the bed. Just every single person he suggested every just puts up a donut, a one, every. a negative. There was a guy who put up a negative taste. Like, guy, he could have stayed in bed and had a better That was taste. definitely a tight end who I then renamed Loose End. I was getting less of a loose end every time I picked one. <laughs> I mean, it was a fun segment for me. I mean, I was enjoying watching Taylor run himself through the ring on this. Uh, I don't, was this even your suggestion, Tay? Did you put yourself up for this? Is this... I don't think so. I, you, you came to me in Seahorse. He has his own segment where he's a sheriff. You definitely came to me about it. I can't remember if I rejigged it into waivers, but you sort of hinted that that would be the idea. But look, let's not talk about how I went bad. Let's talk about the, what was it, the five from five? Oh, mate, it was just absolutely legendary. <laughs> he, 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 I know no one asked, but I'm going to give anyway. Um, he, he basically got me to pick the winner in every single uh, playoff game in our league. And picked the scores and stuff. And I sort of dissected each player, you know, one by one. And I went five from five. And I then played a high five song just to commemorate it. So um, if anyone wants to go back in the Astro League podcast and have a listen, uh, I, I suggest you do so. Yeah, that's all available on Anchor and the feed that is in the link on the Instagram for our page. So, yeah, definitely go back and hunt that out if you would like to hear Taylor pumping his own tyres. And, and rightly so. I mean, I don't know what kind of moonstones and gems you use because it was eerie how some of these guys, like you, there was a guy who you picked 
predicted 96 points for. He goes out and puts up 96.6. It's like, oh, man, what is going on here? This guy's been so hit and miss all season, and all of a sudden now he's just ace after ace after ace. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, you, you know, we all know that I don't like to do my own horn, so this is very rare for me. <laughs> now, the NFL is the base to our leagues, obviously. In fantasy, it's, it's uh, not necessarily the same as NFL football. But Sis and Quinn, uh, we spoke off Mike a little while back about maybe naming sort of a fantasy dream team each and uh, bringing them up to share on the show. Uh, how'd you guys go? Did you want to give it a punt? I'd love it. Yeah, yeah, I was going to ask who wants to volunteer. Yeah, sure. Do you, uh, I'm do you happy to go first, first Quinn, or do you want to fire? Now, I'm keeping Tay out of this because, firstly, he'll crap on for ages about the Titans. But secondly, I can get his any time. I've got the exclusive rights to a half hour with Sizzling Quinny. Then I am going to go after the goods. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to leave Tay out of this one. I'll catch him another right, time. Right, did you say Titans? Sorry, God. Titans. <laughs> yeah, I said Titans. I know. I shouldn't be saying Titans because, you know, the Jags think. But, um, <laughs> so, look, I guess the premise here was to go, well, you can set a caveat on it too if you wanted, but really we're looking just for a pretty standard lineup of like a quarterback, a couple of running backs, a couple of receivers, a tight end, even a flex if you want to go there. And I did have somebody in the time we talked bring up a kicker and a defense as well, but I'm not asking people to do that if they don't want to. So, uh, man, I'm ready to pass the mic over and, and hear this wonderful dream team. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll, I'll begin. Um, now, look, I have changed it up a little bit. I've done something um, completely different with mine, tried to have a bit of fun with it. So it's not as fantasy related as you may want, but um, I went with just the ultimate team of just, I guess, cool players who either play with swagger or just are swagged out when they play or just do something um, that just makes you want to watch. So my quarterback, and this is my favorite player of all time, I went with Mike Vick, um, you know, particularly in his Eagle days, um, you know, purely his style of play. You know, he sort of revolutionized the game. You know, he paved the way for the likes of Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray. And I loved watching him. He was electric. And his style to me was just just a cool way to play Mate, that's a game start of right football there. Wow. quarterback. So that was my QB. Uh, running backs, Beast mode. I went with Marshawn Lynch from Seahawks, obviously. Um, Beast mode, I mean, you know, he was just – a cool character all around. Uh, he was a great footballer as well, good fantasy player in his prime as well. <laughs> but purely his post-game and even pre-game interviews, the best of all time. Like, I, name someone who's a better interviewer or, you know, maybe he's not a great interviewer because sometimes he didn't give much, but he was just comedy. Um, whether he was playing, you know, is, there's that one clip of him driving the uh, the truck around the field, I think when he was maybe in college. Oh, yeah. Like a, the, the truck where they the uh, injured players get carted onto. So Marshall Lynch, there's my uh, RB1. Um, my second running back. Wow. Yes, will really it. appreciate this is Alvin Kamara. Uh, look, I mean, this guy's dripping from you know head to toe. He's got the iced out teeth with the silver grills on. You know, on Christmas Day, he wore the, the red and green cleats <laughs> only and six, got flying for it. Not only, he also scored six touchdowns <laughs> in that game. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, he's that three down back, you know, he, he can run the ball. He can also catch the ball and run wow. a long way after he does catch the ball. So 
that was my second running back. Uh, my two wide receivers, I went with one of my favorite receivers of all time and another Eagles player. Uh, well, he was you know an Eagles player and he played for a few other teams, but this is one I want to remember him by was um, Ter- Terrell Owens. Uh, you know, he didn't do this yeah. as an Eagles player, but, you know, he's known for the popcorn celebration. Uh, and, you know, he was obviously one of these guys that talks a lot. I mean, similar to someone who I'm Ooh. sure Quinny is going to mention who may have changed his name. I, I won't give it away um, at the wide receiver there. He was one of you the know, first played with a lot of swagger and had a great career I soon realized well. my mistake because uh, oh, the volume, he just pumps out tweets. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> And he, yeah, and he hasn't so stopped. He hasn't stopped. He's still, still on Twitter. He's still different teams. He was at in my cupboard. Yeah, loved To and he's exemplified everything. Oh, really? So you were a big To guy. <laughs> Carry on. Sorry, I, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Jump in. Jump in any time you want. Uh, and I must admit, yeah. I've got a lot of. Uh, players more from I guess the last few years I've sort of stuck I've sort of kept it the last few years uh, so my next wide receiver is Tyreek Hill um, I, I love you know his pace obviously he's just a cool player to watch because you know you can toss him the ball and you, he can almost play like a running back and just you know bullets past or run past you know any defender really with that pace he has uh, but also I, I just love he throws the peace sign up uh, when he blows past corners and other defensive players I'm pretty sure the NFL brought out like a rule where, you know, you'd get fined if you did it, but he just, he kept throwing up the peace sign um, all season long. He didn't care. I mean, much like Alvin Kamara, when he wore the red and green cleats on Christmas, he got fined for that as well, but, you know, didn't seem to care at all there. So Tariq Hill's my second receiver there at tight end. Right. I mean, this one's easy. You can't go past Gronk like in his prime. You know, you, you honestly can't. I mean, hilarious Seriously? guy. You got the Gronk Spike. He's got his own festival, Gronk Beach no Festival. Way. Like, that's it. Yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> he legitimately has his own festival. Wild, right? <laughs> yeah, honestly, Google it. He, he he's just oh, he's a loose guy. I think it actually ran last year when the Super Bowl was on, uh, yeah. like the same weekend or, or something like that. You have to Google that to confirm. Uh, and he's you know he's been in the WWE. Oh, awesome. I mean, <laughs> you know that that just sums it up right there. Uh, so, I almost went Tony Gonzalez purely because his imperson the Scarface impersonation. But he, I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's from when he, I think, when he played for the Chiefs, and you know how they have the pre-game interviews, and you know, it goes oh, yeah, you go yeah. through each player. They sort of you know would say their name, which college they're from, and he gave, he gave this hilarious oh. uh, Scarface impersonation. Right, I'm writing a bunch of stuff down his name. Great. So Google, <laughs> Google that if you haven't. Uh, at the flex, I went with another uh, player who really had a breakout this year, and that was DK Metcalf. Uh, he's got the pacifier mouthpiece for one, and he's just uh, an absolute monster. And that chase down on Buda Baker this year, I mean, who, who didn't love that? And, and, that was and who didn't love replaying that? You know, like I think that. I watched that, <laughs> that five was times. So great. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, is that is that the play of the year? Like, I mean, it's got to be up there, right? Like, I mean, obviously there's some other big ones as well. You know, it maybe wasn't as meaningful, but, you know, you had the Kyler, I guess, up to it's up Hopkins. I mean, that was obviously huge. And, God. But, you know, I, I think that's probably the play of the year. about that very play only a couple of days ago. We're in late January and we're talking about a play that happened in like middle of November. It's, yeah, that's worthy. That's worthy. Yeah, and I mean, you know, he's one of the best receivers in the game at the moment. And, you know, he's still wow. got a, a long career ahead of him. So, yeah, I mean, that's my team. I love uh, that, though. You know, I put a bit of a different spin on it. You've uh, gone, so, right, let's just 
add a qualifier <laughs> and let's have some fun with it. And that is perfect. I love that. Yeah, come on, Quinny. Let's hear it. I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad. I'm interested to see who Quinny's got. Say, that's a great list by you, Sizzle. I definitely appreciate that. There's a reason why you're the co-host of our podcast. You're a great <laughs> ideas, man. Um, and like <laughs> He's proud of yeah, you. That's nice. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> and, you know... I kind of went with, like, thank yes, you, like, you. the best fantasy team, but also some of my favorite players. I did a bit of a mixture, so not just the best fantasy guys. But, you know, Sizzle knows this. Quarterback, this is the most obvious pick of all time. He's my favorite player of all time. It has to be Drew Brees. Yeah, it's your husband. My husband. You yeah, love this guy. Yeah, Breezy himself. <laughs> Breezy's walks. The man. The man of New Orleans. Oh. Love Drew Brees. You know, great career. Obviously, was pretty rubbish last game he played. So I'm hoping he comes back for a better season. But in saying that, love Drew Brees. He's my MVP. Never won an MVP. He got a Super Bowl MVP, which is still pretty good. But, yeah, you know, he's my boy. He was – he was. I got his jersey in my wardrobe. So that's – he's the reason I really got into NFL in the first place, him and Reggie Bush. So wow. that's why I'm a Saints fan. They drafted Reggie Bush. And then I was like, I haven't really followed NFL before. So – you know what? I'll go for the Saints. And they just happened to pick up Drew Brees and the rest is history. That's wow. my quarterback. Well, man. What a man. And I think this is a rare thing too where you can't say New Orleans without sinking Drew Brees. Like the guy is the city. So like in terms of just likability and um, and, and just kind of the, the presence that he brings, you know, you can't question those things about Drew Brees. He's, he's definitely stands alone in that way amongst everybody else in the NFL. Yeah, he's the man. I love him. New Orleans is a great place, so he had to be on there. And like, so I'll go my RB1 now. Similar to Sizzle, I want my boy Alvin Kamara. Has to be done. Sizzle mentioned before, he's got the swagger. He's got the grills. He's got his own lollies. He's got the airheads. He's got his own candy. He dominates all-purpose light. He gives you what you want, rushing, receiving, great fantasy player. Obviously, he'll probably be my favorite Saints player now that Breeze is probably going to retire. So, I just love Alvin yeah. Kamara. He's awesome. He's amazing. So, he had to be in my team. So, he's my RB1. Oh, wow. We're uh, currently on track for an all Saints Yeah, well, team, so that's right. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> Originally, when I did this team, I'm like, oh, I'll have to take out a few players. But there'll be another <laughs> Saints player that's mentioned a bit later. Oh, okay. But, oh, right. well. Tune in, guys. Uh, <laughs> RB2 has to be Danny and Tomlinson. He was, I think... The first time I saw him was playing Madden, like 2005, 2006. So throwback to the wow. Chargers. I mean, that black visor, badass. He was a freak. Probably one of the best running backs I've ever seen on television. Just did it all, rushing, receiving. And I was, I was like looking, I did a bit of research on sort of like, you know, fantasy stats over the years and his numbers were amazing. So he has to be in your team. He's a gun. So I had LT in there. So I showed some love to yeah. him. So that was my running. Great call. Yeah. Great pick. Yeah. And then who doesn't like those blue Chargers jerseys? They were like amazing. Those those authentic ones, they were legit. That powder blue. They powder color, blue. Think, you know, that, yeah. yeah. Gorgeous. Swagger. Yeah, yeah. So he was legit. All right, I'm going yeah. for the receivers now. So has to be done. Calvin Johnson, Megatron. I love Calvin Johnson. Great receiver. You could. He was just a freak. He, You know, DK Metcalf, he is nowhere near Megatron right now, but they're very similar. So Calvin Johnson, for me... Arguably one of the best receivers of all time. Had some big seasons, so he's definitely in there for me. Yeah. I mean, gosh, isn't it just a pity that a guy like that's wasted in Detroit? Oh, yeah, wasted. You could have played anywhere else. (laughs) Yeah, I felt so sorry for him. He was so good, but he was just so loyal. He always stayed the Lions. And, yeah, they just couldn't go to the line. But, you know, he was called Megatron for a reason, so he has to be in your team. So that was... 
Can't argue yeah, with that. Yeah, so I love Calvin Johnson isn't good. But this guy, wide receiver too. Sizzle knows this is coming. My boy, the, my favorite receiver of all time, Chad Johnson, a.k.a. <laughs> Ocho Cinco himself. The Cincinnati Bengals yep. love Chad Johnson. Sizzle would know this. We went to a dress-up party when we were about 17. I dressed up as Gridiron Ken, and the jersey that I had on was my Chad Johnson orange Bengals jersey. Just oh. fresh. The first jersey I ever bought when it comes to NFL. Wow. So amazing. And who can't forget, 2005 <laughs> season, he had the list. He had his own list. So who covered 85 and 05? And he pretty much had all the defensive backs who tried to cover him, and he ticked them off, and they just couldn't get the job done. He was amazing. He was my favorite receiver. Yeah. So had to get Ocho in there. He did change his name for some reason, but then he changed it back, which was good. So he's definitely... He lost his mind. I mean, honestly, because again, like this is like the TO thing. Once I got into Twitter, I'm like, I'm going to follow Ocho again. Oh, wow. That guy, <laughs> he is equally as voluminous as here. They're almost the same guy in some respects in that way, but wow. Yeah. Uh, no, hard not to like Ocho because he, I mean, all that character. So much like character. Him. And he was a great receiver. Yeah, he's a he was, he had the Bengals, he was legit. So him and Carson yeah. Palmer were a solid combination. So he was yeah. always going to be in my team. So Sizzle knew that was coming. That's, that's a great pick. I yeah. love that. <laughs> All right. We're coming down to the wire. The last two spots. Here we go. So, Sizzle mentioned Gronk. My tight end, though, has to be Jimmy Graham, prime Jimmy Graham, New Orleans Saints Jimmy Graham. He was a gun. Wow. One of the best tight ends in that in those seasons. Broke receiving records. Him and Gronk were pretty much toe-to-toe for seasons. Jimmy Graham, have to get him in there. Ex-basketballer. Who doesn't f- remember that, you know, the dunking celebration? He used to always throw down at the in the end zone. He was pretty much Drew Brees' go number one target for so many years. He was massive for us. So he had to be in there for me because he's obviously probably one of my favorite tight ends and he was a great fantasy player. So he's in there. I mean, God, he is everything that Kelsey is today when he was in his prime too. So it's just, you know... There's sort of Kelsey and nobody else, and it was just kind of a pity for Jimmy Graham that that also had to be Gronk at the same time, this, yeah. you know, Gronk guy at the same time. Yeah. Otherwise, p- people would just put him all by himself, and it's. I mean, so we're kind of spoiled to have two at the same time, but I, I think it does um, sort of, I think, diminish the way that people remember how good Jimmy Graham was. So I'm glad you brought that up because uh, I agree with you 100%. Yeah, he had to be in there for me. Again, I know he's a Saints player. I've got three in there, but, you know, it had to be done. <laughs> three out of, what are we, six deep and we've got three yeah. Saints. This is awesome. Well, you know, it had to be done. So, <laughs> and here comes your flex. It's another Saints. <laughs> I, I really, okay, originally I had Reggie Bush, but I was like, nah, nah, I'm going to change that. I can't have Reggie Bush as my flex. <laughs> So, <laughs> although fun fantasy player, Absolutely great fun fantasy, fantasy player, player and again, like, like I fun. mentioned, he was the reason I went for the Saints. You know, I never really watched NFL until I saw him, so he got me yeah. there. But I had to go with one of my other favorite, Le'Veon Bell. Obviously, prime Le'Veon Bell, not now. Wow. So Pittsburgh Steelers, I'm talking the bees, the black and gold. When he was just all you needed, all purpose receiving, rushing, absolute stud. Became a free agent. I don't know why you went to the Jets, but in saying that, I'm going Pittsburgh, Le'Veon Bell. Him and Antonio Brown, yep. just full stop, were just outrageous for three or four seasons together. I think Le'Veon, he was pretty much number one running back for a long time. So, had to yeah. get him in there. He was in that pointy end every year. God, there was a year he was drafted number one overall in yeah. our league, uh, which is you know a million deep. So, you've got to be sure who you're, you're taking at the top. and. I mean, it also then turned out to be the year he held out and it completely... Yeah, that's out. right. So I'm glad I didn't draft him that year, but insane, man. He had but, to be oh, in there. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I think you've got to do that right that the right way too, and go. Yeah, it's got to be Pittsburgh, Le'Veon Bell, because I mean he hasn't been anything since he hasn't been in Pittsburgh. He really has been perpetually disappointing. Definitely very disappointing. But yeah, that's my team. I mean, that is a wildly fun team as well. I mean, all those Saints. I can I can overlook all the Saints things because I mean, all of them are great picks. But I mean, I wouldn't be that bullish on all the Saints because I'd be coming out from a different angle. But I. I still can't disagree with how great these players are. They were the only they had to be in there. Like, I know I changed my team a few times, but I couldn't. I had to get Jimmy in there as well. So yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, I don't know that I'm going to talk to another person who would put Jimmy Graham in there, but I can't say he doesn't belong. Yeah, I mean, I like that. Yeah. All right, guys. Look, this has been the most fun. Um, I can't have you guys on here. Give me an hour of your life and not let you guys just go hog wild plugging your show. So every which way you can plug it and get people to go find it, the stage is yours. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, look, first and foremost, welcome. thanks so much for having us on the show. Look, it's been a pleasure. Uh, and we, we would love to have you on our show. And, you know, we've talked about that, you know, off air. So we'll definitely get you on Susan and Cooney in the near future. But, yeah, look, thanks so much for having us. Uh, for those listening, if you'd like to listen to our podcast, please do. Sizzle and Cooney. You can follow us on Instagram as well, Sil and Quinny. Um, and yeah, we're on all, all platforms, podcasting platforms, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts on Anchor as well. Yeah, you know, it's pop culture, sports. We're sort of changing it up a little bit this year to focus on sort of one uh, topic each episode Ooh. rather than, you know, uh, multiple topics. So we're going to see how that goes. But wow. yeah, we've got... Yeah, we got um, episode 31, I guess you could say season four, uh, coming out uh, probably tomorrow, tomorrow morning, first thing. So, yeah, please follow the podcast and subscribe. And, yeah, all the, and if you want to send us send us something, on, send us a DM on, on the yeah, gram. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to just like pretty much say about. the same we'll, thing. Thank you so we'll much for having us, Matty. had a yeah. great time, great podcast, big fan of yours. We'll get you on. We need to get you on. Might be NFL. We might get you on for something different. We might even do like a movie or a TV series. Ooh. Who knows? We might mix it up a bit just to change it up. But oh, other gosh. than that, just like Sizzle said, thank you so much for having yeah. us. Had a great time. Sizzle and Quinny on Instagram. Hit us up if you want us to talk about anything you like. As Sizzle mentioned, pop culture is the thing, but we also love sport and we love movies. So get around that. Well, that is fantastic. And I, I cannot wait to get the opportunity to come and hang out with you guys on the show. That sounds just so much fun. I just think, too, that everybody is doing Instagram and podcasts wrong if they're not subscribed to you guys. So get on there and, and indulge in the great content <laughs> thank you, they're, they're a lot of fun. Guys, thanks again. I'm going to let you get out of here. Pleasure. Thank you. Another guy who was being drafted like he died, too, was... Oh, T.Y. Hilton. He's a good receiver. <laughs> he actually doesn't look great. His whole career has been defined by boom. Barkley. Or bust. Yeah. Or hurt. And to see him bang out 26 points was extraordinarily satisfying. A huge F.U. to the vinegar stroke. Well, gee, I hope you enjoyed having Sizzle and Quinny come past the show as much as I did. It was just a real treat for me to talk to them, and I hope you get to find their show and really get to enjoy it. They are here on Instagram as well, at Sizzle and Quinny. That's all one word, Sizzle and Quinny. And you'll find them everywhere that you can get a podcast, a Sizzle and Quinny podcast. I had a wild time with them, and it doesn't stop there. I've got the seahorse coming back. He's got the sheriff's badge all shiny, and we're going to talk scoring, breaking down a couple of positions in the next couple of weeks. I'm going to talk about what a good adjustment to scoring in kicker and defense 
could look like over the next couple of shows. So make sure you come by and check that out because I think those are much neglected positions in most people's leagues. If you've ever done anything to change the scoring for kicker and defences in any of your leagues, let us know about it because that's always a fun excursion to learn about what other leagues are doing. You can find us too on Facebook and Instagram. We are at Astro League Podcast. There's always new content going up there. And gee, the content at the moment is a heap of fun over there. So go and check it out. Join the show. Get the full experience of the Astros, even when you can't get your favorite podcast in your ears. Also, if you haven't made the jump over to the other feed, which is the one that's going to stay live forever and ever, amen, the one that has the swagman's hat hanging off the O in the word Astro, you've just got to dive into wherever you get your podcast and do a quick search. Or if you're still on the old link that has that warning, paste it across it that it's going to get deleted in about a week's time. Just dive into the description of the show. There will be a link there for you to find a podcast with a proper feed that you can just subscribe to and keep the love going and keep getting your favorite Aussie fantasy football show. All right, that's it for me, Matty C. I'm getting out of here and I'll catch you all next week. Aroo. Play. Play it. This is the Astro League Fantasy Football Podcast. League specific news, information, and stats with your obnoxious commissioner, Matty C.